Welcome to the Ringer Podcast, a weekly podcast dedicated to godly marriages and the trials we all face. Our goal here is to strengthen, encourage, and educate through the personal experiences we've gained in our 15 years of difficult bliss. We aren't licensed counselors or pastors, but we are experts on just about everything your relationship can weather. We've been through the Ringer, and we're still standing. Hey. Hey, we're back. Hola. Can you hear us, Jonathan? Uh, okay. It's fine, though. Okay, great. Got our youngest daughter in here doing something. Something. It's late on a... What's today? What's today? It's Thursday. Thursday. The eve of our oldest child's 15th birthday. Yeah. She thinks she's going to be driving immediately after she gets a permit, but she's yeah, wrong. she's really wrong. Mm-hmm. Not in Tennessee. Yeah. So, what's been going on with you? Oh, gosh. Uh... Man, all kinds of stuff. Should we tell them about everything that's going on? Well, we're transparent, so might as well. Yeah. Um, oh, we could, we could also do like an update because yeah. today is conflict resolution. That's right. It was a listener um, request. That's right. But, well, I think we can handle that within a small enough time frame. Yeah. So we might as well give an update on everything. <clears throat> okay. You want to start? Sure. So... Our lives are pretty normal anymore. Yeah, right now. Well, I mean, compared <clears throat> to, let's say, six months ago. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Things are... <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, what is wrong with you? got like a frog in my throat here. Um, anyway, compared to six months ago, we are... Um, I feel better than yeah, I did. Yeah, we're doing much better. Uh, the book continues to uh, do pretty well. You want to scoot in just a little bit? I think you're going to yeah. be kind of echoey or hollow. There we go. We got the girls groomed today, so the dogs, so they smell so much better. Yeah, they smelled horrible. They smelled like Parmesan cheese. Oh, I think it was worse than that because I can eat the cheese, but I could not stand to be around the dogs. Yeah. Our bedroom stunk. They smelled so bad that that after we took them to the groomers today, we um, we washed their beds and then we uh, vacuum and steam cleaned. Yeah, the you did. He did. See, he does lots of things around this house. Yeah. Well, I've had a lot of time on my lot, hands. Lately. A lot of time, a lot of time. Um, well, our girls are about to start school. Yeah. And they're going to be entering the eighth grade and the tenth grade. Yeah. Same school as always. Um, Aubrey's almost finished. I know that's crazy. Three more years. That blows my mind. Yeah. Hey, email. Email, yeah. But um, so that's that's that. Yeah. Have we had anything else that's uh, like earth shattering? Not no, really. I don't think so. No. Um, I did have I have a friend who said, you know, we ought to give update an update on our whole yeah lives. But it, I guess I mean it just kind of all works back to center. Mm-hmm. I mean that's how everything goes, though. I think. Yeah. Especially when you uh, learn not to panic and keep the faith. Right, keeping the faith. Keep the faith. Grow in your faith. But anyway, so um, last Monday. Yeah. Um, what day well, was well, that? Let me, let me back up a little okay. bit. Okay. Uh, last year when I bought the dump truck, I bought it in, I think, February yeah. or March of last year. Yeah, somewhere. Um, but part of driving a dump truck is, uh, much like your driver's test, you have to take a CDL, which is commercial driver's license. You have to take a CDL written test. Class B. And then you have to go get a... CDL medical exam Mm -hmm. and the final step is scheduling an appointment with 
and a CDL examiner to take your driving test. Yes, and, and there are three locations in this area. Yeah, well. One's in Cookville, that's not really this area. Right, It's right. like two hours, two and a half hours. Um, but what I found back then was it was essentially impossible to get in touch with these people. You, that you call and they don't answer their phone. Right. And they don't want you to come in to make an appointment. They want you to call. Well, in fact, their website says call. phone calls. <laughs> you know, just phone calls only. Um, so they don't answer. So I kept putting off taking the driving exam, and I still have my CDL permit. Now, uh, this this is for individual owners. This is for owner-operators. There's a place here in, in our city mm -hmm. that will do, like companies right they'll have their drivers go in right. and become certified but they want this place won't do individuals right right they just much. do groups and and so anyway go ahead yeah so uh so it was you know it's one of those things i kept putting off of uh you know getting having the actual driving exam and you know i was you know i had the hang of the truck i was driving it like a pro and just uh, anyway, long story short, I never, ever took my driving exam. He never completed it. Never completed it. I had everything done except for the final, you know, driving test. Well, um, my, this kind of runs into another okay. story. Yeah, go another one. My, another my tags expired a couple months ago on my truck, which was no big deal. I went to the DMV to, to get new tags. Took a day off to do it. Yeah, took a day off and uh, went in there and they said, oh, there's an IRS fee for your weight of truck that you have to pay and i said okay well that's no problem how do i do that and they said well here's a piece of paper and they gave me a sheet of paper with information on it and log on to this website and pay the fee and then just bring your receipt in okay perfect so <laughs> went home i logged on to that website and that we had used before yeah and it said you know this fee cannot be paid by you it has to be paid through a third party like an accountant or something like that correct and so i contacted our accountant in alabama and i said hey um i need to pay this you know can you log in and and just draft it out of our account for me and he said yeah and then he emailed me back and he's like well i need the login information for that website right and so i looked and i couldn't find it anywhere and so I had to call them, had, to, had to call the, the IRS. Meanwhile, he did have a temp tag. You did get a temporary tag. Yeah, I had tag. a temporary tag. Uh, but anyway, so I called called the IRS, and they said, we'll mail you the PIN number. And, you know, they said it takes about two weeks or whatnot. Two weeks. And so eventually, I finally got that in the mail. Right. And, I mean, we're, it's been like a month or longer since my tags had been expired. Yeah, yeah. And... Anyway, so the, the paper finally came in a couple weeks ago, and last week, last week it was supposed to be pouring down rain on Wednesday, and I thought, well, I'm going to be off Wednesday because it's raining. Thanks right? to Barry. Right, because it'll be raining. Oh, yeah. And I'll just, yeah. I'll run in and get my tags yeah. on Wednesday. Uh, well, Monday, which was a week ago this past Monday, mm -hmm. um, I go pick up a load of rock, and I'm in downtown Lebanon, and I see blue lights behind me. And I'm thinking... Well, before that, we kind of had like a little, maybe an omen of some kind. He was going... When you went to pick the rock up, he sent me a text when he got parked to, to get loaded. Yeah. Saying, because you know, we're hands-free Tennessee now. Right. But he tells me there was a dump truck pulled over by two state troopers outside the quarry. And I'm yeah. like, 
Why? Yeah. I mean, he's obviously already stopped. Why in the world? So anyway, that so, was already kind of weird. Yeah, so I load up my rock, and I drive 30, 45 minutes to the town where I'm delivering. Stop dropping that. Okay. And I'm going through downtown, and I look behind me, and I see blue lights. And I'm like, man, I hope he's not coming for me. And so the cars in front of me pull over the ride, and I pull over, and the cars behind me pull over. Well, this dude whips in right behind me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, the you know, my day's ruined. Yeah, kind of. And so he got me for expired tags, and he also got me for driving without a CDL. Pause one more time. The tags on this truck are on the front. Yes. And only on the front. Right. It is a white tag, and the sticker for the, with the year is also a white sticker. Yeah. You cannot... Unless you have binoculars and you're looking for it. Right. And if that's what they're doing that day, because you know what happens. And it may have been. But anyway, so, I don't, we don't know how it was seen. So anyway, um, so I got a, got a citation for that. And uh, he made me contact someone with a CDL to move the truck. He wouldn't even let me move it. Um and he basically just said, hey, you know, you better not drive this thing again until you have your CDL, um, you know, or you're going to be in some serious trouble. Okay, he's making this sound like it was a walk in the park. But I was sitting in the hallway at, at our elementary school waiting for Jameson to get her school physical, her sports physical, and I get this text. And we both know that him getting caught without a CDL is very bad right not it's not a uh, oh well hi here here's this your ticket this isn't like going 40 and a third this here's your ticket make sure you pay it right. see you later right get your CDL it go it, it starts at like $2,500 fine and escalates three steps to 30 days in jail I mean, any of these are they could choose from any of them yeah I mean, depending on the attitude and personality of a cop stopping you right and how much you make him mad and lots of things. Yeah. He could have gone to jail. Yeah. And seriously. He could have gone to jail for 30 days. And I knew this. So I'm sitting in the hallway and he texts me this and I'm, I immediately almost puked. Yeah. Because, well, we already knew it was impossible to get your CDL complete. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, what else are we going to do for a living? Right. Because it's that impossible. Yeah. So I'm sweating and I'm like, I can't believe I didn't break out in hives when this happened because it, it was bad. Mm. It was really bad. So Jameson's physical takes like 10 minutes, possibly. And I'm like, all right, you ready to go get dad? Because I had to go pick him up. Yeah. In Lebanon, which is not close. So Jameson and I drove to Lebanon and she's giggling the whole time, but that's how she reacts to the old crap moments we mm. have. And it was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> so I finally, I finally found a third-party testing place um, where you don't have to schedule an appointment with the state. You can go to a third party. And but your yeah. permit has expired. Yeah. So there's part. Yeah, but uh, and so I called this third party the day I got pulled over a week ago Monday and said, "Hey, I need to come." take my driving test with you and he said okay the way we do it is the first day we do training where i show you everything that i expect and then 
the next week you come back and do the test. And I said, okay, that's, that's perfect. And so I look at my, get out my CDL permit and notice that it had expired in September of last year. Of last year. I had no idea. Nah, we didn't either. Yeah. And, uh, which means I had to go take the written CDL exam again. (laughs) So Thursday, this past Thursday, we could go today, went to the, uh, driver's license place, took the CDL exam again, passed it. And... After I got my, my little permit, I asked the lady, I said, when am I allowed to take the driving test? And she said, well, there's a 14-day waiting period, so you have to wait at least 14 days, which, translation, that means I can't go to work for two more weeks. You know, After last... From, yeah, from that day. And today's one week, next Thursday will be two weeks, so I plan on taking my exam next Thursday and then going straight to the DMV and get my license and then going to work. Um, so anyway, that's kind of where we are with the dump truck thing. It's uh, it's running running fine. Um, but let's just point out our disobedience. Yeah. So the one thing we have to, since we we're completely honest with our children, the one thing we have to be diligent on is explaining to them, first of all, why Dad mm-hmm. got in trouble. Right. Second of all, why he's home for two weeks. And, well, it's going to be longer than two, almost three. And, you know, what's going on? Mm -hmm. So we can't lie about it. Yeah. And so I told Jameson on the way, and I told Aubrey when we got home, on the way there, that uh, we were disobedient. Mm -hmm. And God disciplined us. Called us out for it. I mean, we, we cannot, we can't be examples to our children keep you know and live that way right and we can't be examples to anyone listening to us yeah and you know god's like look yeah if you're gonna have a platform you're gonna have to be open and honest and you're gonna have to be obedient you know and not that this justifies anything but it was not a willful screw them i'm not gonna get no not not one bit it was a i can't contact anybody nobody will answer the phone it was also we have to have money right right somebody has to work Mm -hmm. and you were i mean you were not gonna excuse me not gonna stay at home and you know wither away until someone let you come test yeah so i mean this is a stupid tax yeah and and we have taken our punishment like professionals Mm-hmm. We're used to this by now. I mean, yeah. we do dumb things. God's like, get, hey, look. Right. You can't expect your children to be obedient when my children. Right. When you are behaving this way. Yeah. So, and I'm just going to say, that's the last thing we've done. The only thing we've done mm-hmm. that was openly dishonest. Yeah. I, and like, well, we weren't really, like you said, we're willfully doing. Yeah. We didn't do this to be bad kids. No. It just it just got there. And if we had known that your permit had expired in September, mm-hmm. if we had at least listened to that, then you would have made sure. Yeah. Made sure. And, and it expired in September, which was six months after I took the exam. I had no idea. I didn't either. But the exam that I retook this past Thursday and I got my permit again, it expires in... Well, it's six months from... It'd be 2020. Is it? Yeah, okay. January of 2020. Okay, okay. I don't... It just no, said 2020, yeah. right? I, I, just, I looked at 2020, and I kept thinking that was like five years away. <laughs> it was. I forgot we're in Five years ago. 
Um, but anyway, yeah. that's what we've been doing, and that's our confession. Right. I mean, so. yeah. The texts that I sent out to friends were real fun. And they were funny, but it was one of those, y'all, Rusty could have gone to jail today. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Right. But um, here's another thing that I am concerned about because he's taking his test tomorrow. He's like, well, no, not the test. He's, he has to go through like two parts. Like yeah, two we're phases. Do the training tomorrow. Yeah, he has to do the quote training. Right. Because he's been doing this for a year mm-hmm. and he's tested in his own truck. So it's like, yeah. Okay. But I think it's just, it's part of it. Yeah. It's like a check on a list. Right. So anyway, he's got to go. And one of the things about your permit is that you are not allowed to... You can't drive by yourself. Like like a, a, a 15-year-old. Right. You have, you, have, to have a, you have to have a licensed CDL driver in there with you. With the same class or same higher. Drive, yeah. yeah. And so we can't find one. No, I've been trying to find people to ride with me tomorrow. I am a... My stomach is in a knot. Yeah. So, so, but my tags are current, and there's he doesn't drive crazy. No, unless somebody hits me, and that dump truck, it's not going to speed. It can't speed. No, it doesn't. If I wanted to speed, I couldn't speed. And he's careful. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's no reason that I should get pulled over tomorrow, right? Unless a car hits me or something. And if that happens, I'm just going to get out and run. Okay. Yeah. Because it's Barbie's birthday, and we've got plans. That's right. So, so if, if you're in Tennessee and you see me just running down the interstate at, uh, you know, seven Pick him in the up morning, and hide him. Yeah. Do me a favor and, and pick me up. Just take him home. Bring so. him home. We'll leave the truck there. They can have it. Yeah. Pay that. That's how we pay our fine. And we'll do something else because it's not worth it after that's that. That's right. That's right. So, anyway. Anyway, so that's what's been going on with us. Um, like I was saying before, you told me to scoot closer. Uh, the book's still, still. Oh, yeah, yeah. Selling is still doing well. In fact, I got an email. Uh, some of you probably don't know this guy, but there's a uh, there's a preacher uh, that's been around for a while named Dr. David Reagan, and I received an email from him yesterday thanking me for sending him a book. He said he has not had a chance to read it, but he's looking forward to it. And so I, I replied and thanked him for that and asked him to please shoot me an email when he does have the chance to read it because yeah. I'd love to hear his feedback. I didn't know him, but Rusty follows a lot of pastors. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, David Reagan, Dr. Reagan's a big prophecy buff on YouTube. Right, and so is Rusty. So, so yeah. But anyway. All right. Well, okay. Uh, oh, also, you can you can get the book from JackandRusty.com or Barnes and Noble. Right. Isn't yeah, the book's now available on you know BarnesandNoble.com, Books a Million. I mean, any any online bookstore. Any major retailer. Yeah, you can you can search for Outgiving God. But not Amazon. Right. Because they are crooks. Yeah. And they're, yeah, we don't, we don't do Amazon. Yeah. But those are three places you can get it. Yeah. So, conflict resolution. Yeah. We, um, we really don't have many conflicts. And there's a reason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> every, you know, everything, I swear, everything we talk about goes, uh, I mean, it all builds on communication. And if you don't have communication in your marriage, then you're... I mean, you're going to have trouble in just about every area because everything is based on communication. And the reason that, that you and I don't have conflicts is because we communicate. We get snippy with each other sometimes. Yeah. But I feel like that's because, well, you know, it depends on the stressors yeah. that we have going on. We haven't been in a long time. Mm-hmm. and But if we did 
pre all of this, back when everything was perfect. Yeah. It was because we weren't communicating. Right. We were, you know, we didn't talk about how we felt about certain things. We just got mad because the other one didn't realize we felt that way. Yeah. But I guess maturity mm-hmm. and fine tuning. Mm-hmm. Our communication because we knew yeah. our kids had never heard us yell at each other. Yeah, and I don't want that, mm-hmm. and I don't want them to go into adulthood thinking that's how you resolve differences, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. Not even if it's a spouse, you could do this with someone you really disagree with, mm-hmm. like on Facebook, yeah. or you can block them. Whatever right. you want to do, right? However you want to handle that one. That's right. But anyway. As far as, go ahead. I was going to say, as far as you're talking about the kids um, and and what they learn, you know, they're they're typically going to model their marriage after what they see, after what they grow up with, because that's all they know. Mm -hmm. And I feel like our girls have a really good foundation as far as, you know, marriage and and what kind of marriage they want. Um, Like you said, we don't yell at each other. We, I mean, we don't fight. Uh, I mean... Yeah, there are times where we snip at each other, but it's, I mean, it's rare. Rusty is non-confrontational. I'm extremely non-confrontational. I am, well, I like a good argument. Yeah. But, and it's not to win the argument, but I like to, and not with him. Right. But, and I don't, I'm not talking yelling type argument. I'm talking intellectual point and point and, you know, counterpoint, Mm -hmm. that kind of argument. But when it comes to conflict and mm-hmm. actual, you know, a fight, let's just call it what it is. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. I, I don't, that's not what I'm geared toward. Mm-hmm. You put me in front of a debate challenge and I will debate you until I am correct. Yeah. But not with you. Because in a marriage, it takes two. Mm-hmm. And there's always two different sides to every conflict. Mm-hmm. Why is it a conflict? Well, it's because you see it one way and I see it a different way. Right. And they both, both of those ways matter. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it's, it's funny you say that because on my, on my trusty notes I've got for, uh, mm-hmm. for this episode, step one is um, resolving conflict requires knowing, accepting, and adjusting to your differences, which means you and your spouse are going to be different people, and you're going to have different, excuse me, different upbringings and different backgrounds, different experiences, and that's just like you were talking about, where I'm a non-confrontational kind of guy, but, you know, you do like to debate, and, you know, it doesn't bother you, and, I mean, it helps that we know that about each other, and we, uh, I mean, not only do we <clears throat> celebrate each other's differences, we respect each other's yes, yeah. Differences. Whenever it comes to something that I think that I think we all we have learned to before it becomes a conflict. Mm-hmm. But no matter who brings it up, both of us realize that there's an opinion from both sides that need to be yeah. Well, we have to air our opinions to right. each other, so we give each other that chance. Mm-hmm. And we listen. Yeah. That's the key. Yes. Everybody's opinion, everybody has one about everything. And they do matter. And you should give, like he said, you should respect those opinions regardless if Mm -hmm. you agree with them. If you don't, you probably need to talk about why you don't. Yeah. 
communication. Hey, communication. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. just going to say that under it my just, breath. It all keeps going communication. back to communication. Uh, step two I've got on my little list here is that it requires defeating selfishness. And this is huge because we are all naturally very selfish people. Winners. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, me, I have wants, I have desires that that I want met regardless if it's, uh, you know, if it's a good thing or a bad thing. And, Beneficial to both of us. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's because I'm a selfish person. But that's here. because everybody. Right. Is selfishness. Some people uh, have a, selfish. a little more selfishness than others. Yeah. You're not that way. I know you think you might be, but I've seen some others that uh, I'd kick outside. But, again, we all like to win. And you want your opinion to be the right one. Mm-hmm. But with a conflict, this is something I don't like inside of a marriage because that's this is not what it's about. You cannot build a trusting relationship a strong relationship yeah. if there's a winner and a loser. Right. So whatever you're mad about, whatever it is that's causing this friction, there's going to be someone that wins and loses. Yeah. It's should not be your goal. That shouldn't be your goal. There should be a compromise in there that makes you both equally winning. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. You're just hitting on the notes way... <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to be scrolling down the bottom and you're talking He's got about, like a book written on his phone. Well, I, I, yeah. I mean, I researched it. He did. He did. Took down a bunch of notes. Um, as far as the selfishness things, I, I wrote down, I said, all of our differences are magnified in marriage because they feed what is undoubtedly the biggest source of our conflict, our selfish, sinful nature. And then I said, uh, just to kind of back that up with scripture, Isaiah 53, 6 says, all of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. Um, we're all self-centered. We're all, or we all instinctively look out for number one. And this leads directly to conflict. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying about, uh, you know, if I have a, a perceived need, um, you know, whether I actually need it or not, because of selfishness, then, um, you know, that's that's instinctively going to uh, bring conflict. Because, it's going to ruffle me. Yeah, because I'm looking out for me instead of yeah instead of you. I, you know, I, maybe when we were younger, I would have bristled really quick because mm-hmm. I catch on to that super fast. Yeah. But um, now, now I'm like, I know you so well, mm-hmm. and. I know if you say anything that I feel is selfish, yeah. all I've got to do is say to you, well, what about this? Yeah. Let's look at it this way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something recent that I could give as an example that you and I have gone through. But. Yeah. I can't think of anything right offhand. No. Um, to experience oneness in your marriage, um, you're going to have to give up your will for the will of your spouse. Uh, but to do that, you've got to give up your will to Christ first, and then you'll find it possible to give up your will for that of your spouse. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's that's not something that you do on day one. That's something that you work on the rest of your life. Well, it has to be intentional. You have to be 
that has to be a goal of yours. Mm-hmm. And from the day you get married, well, the day you decide you're going to get married, until one of you is dead. Yeah. You have to be willing to bend that whole span. Yeah. You have to be. Because a marriage is not one-sided. Mm-hmm. That's why they break. Right. You, you know, there's too much weight on one side. Well, yeah, it's going to break. Mm-hmm. So, did that hit your point? Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm trying not to talk too much. I well, don't my, want to well, take my over. third step here is uh, resolving conflict requires pursuing the other person. And I'm just going to read what I wrote under it. Uh, Romans 12:18 says, If it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. And uh, the longer I live, the more I realize how difficult those words are for a lot of couples. Uh, Living peacefully means pursuing peace. It means taking the initiative to resolve a difficult conflict rather than waiting for the other person to take the first step. And for me, this is hard because, like you said, I'm not a confrontational person. I'm a boat or a non-boat rocker. Yeah. And but so if, if something's, something's bothering me, it's hard for me to come to you. I do eventually, right. you know, but it's, it's hard for me to, uh, you know, to hastily go to you. And well, say, I would hey, rather you hastily go to me. Then, Be- yeah. Because when it, yours builds up, yeah, it makes you close down mm-hmm. like and you know this no, this is absolutely. not a secret but it makes you to where you don't talk about anything yep because that's all you focus on and it can I mean it can be days that mm-hmm. you've stewed over this stuff and if you come to me immediately like when you because I'm that kind yeah I'm more of a knee jerk hey what's going on here right if I catch on to it but not him and so by the time he finally gets to the point where he's got to say something I'm like dude if you had just said something because your silence was worse than yeah. this conflict or this confrontation, right. just say something. And then he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I should have done this earlier. Step four, uh, resolving conflict requires, lo- and, and we'll go through all these steps one yeah. through whatever. Yeah, he's, he's just reading. Um, step four, resolving conflict requires loving confrontation. Uh Think, too. Yeah, think about that. Loving confrontation it says motive, attitude, timing, listening to your spouse. Uh, you've got to take it. If you're going to dish it out on your spouse, you've got to be able to take it too. Not only take it, but listen. Right. And if you and your spouse are, are uh, if you're facing a conflict and discussing it, um, First of all, stick to one issue at a time. Yes. Man, can you imagine multiple? Oh, oh I know. Oh. Um, second of all, under that is is focus on the problem instead of the person. Yeah. Uh, instead of, for example, um, you know, let's say uh, let's say I never took out the trash. That was going to be my example, but you do, and okay. you did tonight. Yeah. Um, but let's say I'm, I don't take out the trash when it needs it and all that. Right. And you start getting irritated about it. That's your one job. Right. Yeah. And, and, and we end up having a confrontation about it. Um, well, if you come, and this, this goes for all you guys listening too. If you go to your spouse and you use the word you mm-hmm. a lot, um, I mean, that's a very aggressive, Yes. you know, pointing your finger, you're doing this wrong, you, this, 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 this. Right. Um, 
you know, instead, uh, you know, you use I like, hey, I could I could really use your help in the kitchen. Or we. Or we, yeah. That's but, how we do it. But just try and avoid the That's use. how I do it. Okay, so there are things in this house that that I could actually do, but mm-hmm. it's easier for you to do them. Right. For example, changing the light bulbs, bulbs yeah. and the twelve feet ceilings. Right. Twelve foot ceilings. But I can't. I mean, I can reach them step ladder and that little thingy. It would be probably be a really big disaster. Mm-hmm. I'll do it if I have to. Yeah. So there were two out in the kitchen, and and I really didn't bother me for like two weeks. Right. It yeah. honestly didn't bother me. They're so bright right now that mm-hmm. it, it's kind of weird, but. Instead of saying some, we you you need to change those light bulbs. Mm-hmm. I would say things, and this is beforehand. This is not this past time, but we really need to see if we can find some of those bulbs. Yeah, we need to go see if Walmart carries those bulbs. Right. Should no, we, no, we've got twenty of them. Upstairs. Should we go to Lowe's and get those bulbs because it's black in the kitchen? Right. So, but instead of going, when are you going to change those bulbs? Mm-hmm. There's a way to to not inflict. Right. I fight. Right. Um, one the last point I have under that step is that um, you know we need to focus on understanding each other instead of trying to figure out who's right and who's wrong. Right. Correct. Because the the goal of conflict resolution in a marriage is not to have a winner and a loser. Yeah. Here we go. You know the goal <laughs> is to understand each other and and move forward together. You've got to have a solution or a, a resolution yeah. that is a compromise. It has to be a compromise. Mm-hmm. You can't win this. Right. Because, if, again, if you do, one side's heavier than the other, and it's not a good right. thing. You've got to be equal. Yeah. And we are. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the next step is absolutely huge. Massively huge. I should insert a drum roll here. Yeah, you should. Okay. Result step five, resolving conflict requires forgiveness. Oh and I'm buddy. just gonna read you what I've got here. I saw the reflection can, of your phone in the door yeah. and I thought someone was out there with a the flashlight and I almost just peed my pants. <laughs> you should see it. <laughs> uh peeping toms we have here. Well you don't know. Uh Forgiving means giving up resentment and the desire to punish. I'm going to read that again because some of y'all need to hear that. Forgiving means giving up resentment and the desire to punish. By an act of your will, you let the other person off the hook. And as a Christian, you do not do this under duress, scratching and screaming in protest. Rather, you do it with a gentle spirit and love. As Paul urged, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. And he said that in Ephesians 4.32. Uh, next thing I have under there kind of rolls into this. Um, well, for, before I go on, let's, let's discuss that for a second. Okay. Because, man, forgiveness or lack of forgiveness in a marriage... Holy cow. This is bigger. This is a bigger subject than taking the trash out. Yeah. This is where we're reaching the point of like infidelity and secrets and trust issues. And so, I mean. I mean, forgiveness alone could be an entire issue. We've done it. Well, it is. We've done that. Yeah. And it's probably something that needs to be re-listened to for those that still have trouble with it because forgiveness is not easy. No. But 
And on, on that episode, we talked about how, for some reason, God made me a very forgiving person. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I'll dump your stuff. I don't care. People can hurt me. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter after, you know, a little bit. I'll forget it. Yeah. Forgive it. But I understand where that's not possible for everybody. Mm-hmm. I get it. I mean, I do. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. But, um, I mean, if you can't give for, or you can't forgive and you are a Christian, it's probably time you go back and read through the forgiveness scriptures again and again and again. And remember, just remember, you were forgiven. Mm-hmm. For, and you, everything you do is forgiven. Yeah. So, you got anything to say about that? Forgiveness? Not really. Um, I mean, it's just, you can't move forward. No. In any relationship if, if you have not forgiven. Um, uh, and if it's a relationship you want to be repaired. Yeah. And, I mean, if you, I mean, if you, this is, your end goal is not to finish this marriage. I mean, I, we have, we have friends, um, that, you know, something may have been done 10, 15 years ago. Oh, gosh. That was not forgiven, and it and it still leads to problems today. Yeah. I mean, oh, my gosh. High school stuff. Yeah. And it's like, man, where did you get those grudges? Mm-hmm. You are gifted in the grudge area. Yeah. Because I've never been that kind. Mainly because I don't have that much headspace, and I don't want you taking up my space. So forgiveness is a whole lot easier than carrying around that grudge. But with your spouse, there should never be one. If you're going to be unified mm-hmm. and living in the same house, there should be zero grudges. Yeah. Zero. Um, you had another point under that I, number five. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to I'm just going to read this uh, instead of trying to summarize it here. It's late. Yeah. That's why. I wrote down, what does it mean to return a blessing for an insult? Uh Chapter 3 of 1 Peter goes on to say, For the one who desires life, to love and see good days, must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. He must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. To give a blessing first means stepping aside or simply refusing to retaliate if your spouse gets angry. Changing your natural tendency to lash out, fight back, or tell your spouse off is just about as easy as changing the course of the Mississippi River. You can't do it without God's help, without yielding to the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, you also can't do it if you pop off at the mouth. Right. If you will just pause before you jump in and hurt somebody's feelings, yeah. you'll be saving a whole lot of trouble later on. Yeah. Pause. That's a, a we should make shirts to say pause mm-hmm. because it's a big deal. Right. I have to do it with my children so I don't strangle them. They're yeah. bigger than I am, but I can still kill a kid. Yeah. I have to pause. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've had to learn that even with whenever you and I were just starting out mm-hmm. instead of getting angry or you know actually because I'm a hothead we've, we've talked about this yeah. and it's my tendency to, to pop immediately mm-hmm. but I had to stop and mm-hmm. go just give me a second yeah I guess having kids and having to count to three yeah. or ten or whatever you know how the the uh, professionals 
Yeah. Tell you stop and count to ten. Yeah. Well, it works with a husband too. Mm-hmm. Not that I've ever been mad enough to do that, but yeah. Um, honestly, that's all the notes I've got. Okay, so we can actually go back and make this like listener friendly. We can yeah. just dumb it down if we have to. Right. Because conflicts are stupid. Mm-hmm. Rusty and I, over the past, say, 2017, I think, we've mentioned that we have been sued. Mm-hmm. We've actually been named in three lawsuits. Yeah. And, <clears throat> I mean, they were all preventable. Yeah. We have, we are defending ourselves on, on all three of them, but had the other party mm-hmm. in all three yeah. just contacted us before it got legal yeah. and just ask us asked us questions mm-hmm. the conflict would never have happened right. ever not one of them mm-hmm. when they came to pick my car up the repo guy came to pick my car up yeah. it was because I mean total lack of communication right. between the bank and me yeah. about when we were in bankruptcy we weren't allowed to pay or talk or anything to yeah. creditors when that back rolled back around and we were able to we were going to go ahead and pick up the payments again mm-hmm. no one had said a word right. and we got a statement so hey we're just going to pay it but right. nothing had happened Right. <clears throat> well no one spoke to us from the bank mm-hmm. and so the conflict happened on my front porch when a repo dude comes up Mm-hmm. Super nice guy. And he told me how to take care of it, thank yeah. God, instead of taking the car. Yeah. But anyway, if someone had just asked questions, yeah. just reached out to us, just let us talk to them, mm-hmm. just ask us a question, Yeah. it would have saved us thousands of dollars, the other people, the other parties, yeah. thousands of dollars. Yeah. And none of this would have had to have happened. Right. And so, when I mean, we've got, I mean, God, we've been through it all. Again, it, it all goes back to communication. Talk, talk. Yeah. I mean, there. First of all, we aren't the people that whatever mm-hmm. be expected to be in or to bring on a lawsuit, right? Because we aren't conflict ready, right? So, but that was foreign to us. We didn't even know what to do. We're like, yeah. how do we handle this? And. The first thing we said to each other was, if they had just asked questions, yeah. if they had just called us they and let us know this said, happened. And said, hey, can you explain this? Yeah. Yeah, or, I'd be happy to. Or if they had just said, hey, dude's not paying his part. Right. I know you try to get out of that, but uh, you're still liable. That would have been great. Yeah. It would have, I mean, we would be, we'd have that money. Mm-hmm. And we would have done good things with it. Yeah. Now, every, every, um or maybe not every, but I would say the major negatives we've had in the past three or four years have been due to lack of communication. Not on our part. No. We did everything we could. Like, whenever we were trying to get into our building, Mm -hmm. and we'd ask questions like, you know, what's taking so long? What day? What? And we'd get like, oh, hey, I don't know, bye. Yeah. We'd get no answers. Right. So, yeah. There was a lot of friction that built up between us and the landowner slash developer mm-hmm. who had been a friend. So, and there shouldn't have been. Right. Just honesty. Just talk to us. Tell yeah. us what's happening. Yeah. There had been nothing. By the way, and, and this is for free, but 
if you just take on the uh, the idea of just be honest with people. Oh my gosh! And just communicate. Yeah. Man, your your life. I guarantee your life will be a thousand times smoother. That's what we teach our girls. Yeah, just communicate just tell the truth. and tell the truth. Tell the whole truth. You know, in fact, when I got pulled over last month. Yep, <laughs> I was going to ask you to say it. Uh, the cop, after he wrote my citation, um, I said, "Hey, can I?" I said, "Can I tell you my side?" And this is after you're holding it, so over your ticket. Yeah. So I wasn't trying to get out of anything. Uh, I, wait, I purposely waited until he was finished. And after he handed me the citation, I said, hey, can I tell you my side of it? And I said, no, it's not going to change anything, and I'm not wanting it to. I just want you to know why right. I was driving without a CDL. And, you know, so I explained all that to him. Um, and he listened. And he listened. And the funny thing about it was uh, right before he got in his car to drove off, I had a, I had a book in my cab that I, was, for someone else. that I was bringing for someone else that day, a guy I drive with. Um, but I was bringing it to him, and while that officer was writing my citation, I just felt a, a prompting uh, of, hey, give this officer this book. Yeah. And so when he got completely done with everything and was about to get in his car, I said, hey, can I ask you a really weird question? <laughs> and he kind of looked at me and said, yeah. And I said... Um, you go to church? And he said, yeah. And I said, cool, I got something for you. Hold on. <laughs> I got out my truck and I got that book and I handed it to him. I said, here. I said, I just published this. I said, I think you'll enjoy it. He shook his hand and left. Yeah. So. Total honesty. But you know, as far as, you know, I was wanting you to, to let them know that you were honest with him. Oh yeah, totally honest. And he practiced being honest. What's well, like when I got his, when I got busted for the drugs? Yes. Oh, that was a straight up honest. Yeah. There was, and again, we the stuff we've gone through that we could have killed each other over. Yeah. Has not taken place. When you were busted and you came home, he came home that day because mm-hmm. his dad paid his bond. Right. And he came home. There was not one crossword between the two of us. Mm-hmm. It was all loving and a total forgiveness immediately. Yeah. I could have ridden him. I could still mm-hmm. ride you about that. But do I want that? No. And marriages aren't going to last long if if people do that. The bending. Yeah. So as far as conflict goes, yeah. in a marriage, there's going to be conflict. Because you're different people. Mm-hmm. Because you do have different opinions about everything. Right. I, I, we do agree on most stuff. But there are things that we... Like, just an example. On Facebook, we'll see babies that are kids. We have opinions about kids being ugly. I hate that. But you know some babies are just not cute when they're born. Right. They look like little trolls. Mm-hmm. We had one. She's beautiful now. But um, we had an ugly baby. It's okay, no, we didn't. <laughs> I'm just lying. Anna's baby wasn't ugly either. So anyway, but it, we'll see like little old men, baby, just ugly. Oh yeah. And but he'll see a kid and he'll go, "Ooh, that baby's so ugly." Mm-hmm. I go, "No, he's not." Yeah. The baby's pretty. Hey, it's it's honesty. But that that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you and I do not have the same opinions about right. everything. Right. You'll see some girl, some younger girl. And I'll go, she is, or guy even, mm-hmm. he is, she is gorgeous. I'm like, oh, yeah. God. 
So you think that's pretty because, mm. And then I think, crap, he picked me. Mm-hmm. I need to reconsider what I'm thinking pretty, I guess. <laughs> but we have a different opinion on just about everything that doesn't matter. Right. But the things that are super important, yeah. that, like, well, our finances, our children. Right. How we dictate what goes on in this household. You and I are united mm-hmm. 100% regardless mm-hmm. of how we lean yeah we compromise on if, if like the kids if they do something that makes me mad which is daily mm-hmm. and he doesn't you know it doesn't affect him at all yeah because he's a dad they don't right. care but if i if it bothers me and not him i will go to you mm-hmm. and say help me yeah because number one i'm about to ship her off right Number two, I need to. We need a united front here. But I mean, that could cause a huge fight mm-hmm. between other people. Mm-hmm. I don't let it do that with us, because I gotta sleep with you, and right. I can't sleep without you. Right. Speaking of, what are you smiling? About? <laughs> I'm gonna hit you. I think this is bad. No, no, no. Okay. Honestly, it has nothing to do with you. Uh, one of my favorite comedians is Tim Hawkins. Yeah. And it, uh, this just came to mind. I, I, yeah, he's been listening to him just like he does sermons recently. I'm like, right. don't. You're going to ruin the show for me. <laughs> well, Tim was... T- the only reason I'm bringing this up is because he was discussing conflict resolution. Okay, let me just say this. One of the things I hate is hearing a bit mm-hmm. before a show because I, why will I go to the... Why am I paying for a ticket if my yeah. husband's going to recite it for me? Yeah, but I mean, this is all old stuff. This Better is long be. hair, Tim. Okay. This is long hair, Tim. Um, but he was talking about conflict resolution. He said, you know, my wife and I actually went to counseling, and one thing the counselors taught us was ask questions. Yeah, you big know, time. At, For, if, if, if things start heating up, ask questions. Okay, so he's a comedian, but he's dead on. Yeah. And he said, so, you know, <laughs> I, I went home and I thought about that. And he said, so next time my wife and I started to get an argument... You know, I, I stepped back and I thought to myself, all right, ask questions. You know, this, the, the counselor said to ask questions. He said, so I, I cooled, cooled down and he said, I looked at my wife and I, I'm thinking, all right, ask questions. And I'm like, honey, why you got to be so psycho? <laughs> you ever ask me that question and you will sleep outside. And that was so funny when he said that. It's funny, but he, that, he knows so, he heard the same answer. Oh, I know, but, but you know. Yeah. He's a comedian. He's funny. But that was hilarious. He and my dad are very similar. Yeah. He's from Missouri, too. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. But anyway. Good guy, Tim Hawkins. If you've never heard of him, yeah. look him up. He's super funny. Yeah. Hilarious guy. Y'all know Tim Hawkins. Yeah. If you're not, if you don't know him, you're probably not a Christian. As you say, you're not saved. Nope. One bit. But anyway, inside your marriage, it needs to be very peaceful. Don't you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Because there's so many outside influences that are hard Mm -hmm. for anyone, for people. So inside your marriage, there should be a soft landing, a safe space, a, oh God, I just said safe space, a place where you feel secure. How about that? We're not snowflakes on this show. No. But your spouse should be that for you Mm -hmm. and if you are arguing or if you have any kind of dispute even small your safe space is completely well it's a mess 
And no one wants to go there. Right. So it, the only way to keep it, well, secure mm-hmm. is to keep it clean. Yeah. And talk to each other. Just talk. There's no reason to yell about anything. Do you hear me if I yell? I mean, okay, let's just talk about the kids. When I yell at the children, mm-hmm. do they hear me? Yeah, they hear you. Do you think they listen now? Well, yeah, because I say that, okay, regular kids and a regular mother, because, you know, I'm just out there cool right. and above average. But most kids, if they're yelled at, they, they tune their parents out. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. I did my mother. She liked to yell. Yeah. So if I yell at you all the time, mm-hmm. are you going to stop listening? Yep. Yeah. Just talk. Talking to each other, mm-hmm. respecting each other. You bring your voice to a level where it's, um, well, louder than normal. And that shows your spouse that you don't respect their opinion. Right. <clears throat> at all. You don't care what they think mm-hmm. because you're mad or you're correct. You're yeah. right. Even if you're not. Right. But, you know, don't be indignant. Just sit down and talk. Yeah. And if you can't fix this, if you can't, you're going to have to come to a compromise. Yeah. One way or the other. Yeah. And it's that. it's not about you winning. No. And I really like to win. Yeah. I like to win. I play tennis as if I am a professional. You are a professional. Thanks. Yeah. My legs look like it now. Yeah. You should play tennis. You'll get really good legs. Mm-hmm. But I play to win. Yeah. I hate, like, every, that's why I'm not an attorney. That's why I don't play her in tennis, because I always beat her. He does beat me, and it and she makes she me I know. That's why I don't mad. like playing her. Well, he's, he's a turd, though. I mean, he you're supposed to pick the weak spots, but he's like, make sure. He's like, oh, she's 5-0, so let's hit it seven feet in the air so she can't reach it. That really makes me mad. Really makes me he hasn't played me in a long time, though. He doesn't know how good I am. Well, what I say is I'm not good enough to actually place my shots, so it's all an You're accident. You're so full of crap. It's You're so full of crap. <clears throat> but anyway. All right, let me run through these steps one more time. I mean, not all the notes, just the, Yeah, just read all that. Just read the again. Yeah, right. We only have like five minutes left. Uh, all right, step one, resolving conflict requires knowing, accepting, and adjusting to your differences. You and your spouse are different people. Uh, step two, resolving conflict requires defeating selfishness. Step three, resolving conflict requires pursuing the other person. Uh, step four, resolving conflict requires loving confrontation. And finally, step five, resolving conflict requires forgiveness. Let me add this because okay. this is important sure. and none of that was whatever you researched and said. But you need to try and see the argument from your spouse's side every time. Put yourself on their side of the argument and see where they're coming from. Like this whole, what are you reading? Hmm? What are you doing? You gotta, you gotta help me out. No, go ahead. But the whole trash thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not taking out the trash. You're right. not doing this. You're not helping me with the kids. Mm-hmm. Well, why not? Why isn't he? Is it because he's exhausted because he's just worked 12 hours and he just forgot? Right. Why is it? Oh, why is he not doing something that he knows will make me mad? Mm-hmm. 
step on his side or her side right. and see what he's thinking. Because you know, you know what by now, if you're mm-hmm. married to this person, you know how their brain works most right. of the time. I know you inside now. Mm-hmm. So if there's, whenever we do discuss something that could be confrontational, mm-hmm. I listen to everything you say and I put myself in your shoes as you talk to me about it. And that's why I understand. Yeah. Because, I mean, and you do the same thing for me. And if not, mm-hmm. I will explain it to you that way. Right. Let me tell you from your perspective mm-hmm. how this looks to me. And it's so much easier yeah. to resolve things. Mm-hmm. Don't you think so? Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. You, I know that's the old adage, put yourself in their shoes. But if you've tried it, yeah. it actually works. Yeah. It works with your kids, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think when we reprimand our children, we forget their children. Mm-hmm. And we forget that their their brains just haven't started or stopped growing. Mm-hmm. That was a weird noise. And you have to be repetitive with them. You have to remind them over and over and over. It's because their brains aren't made to remember, actually. Right. Or they don't care to remember. Yeah. But I have to remember that. I have to make myself remember what it was like to be a 15-year-old girl Mm -hmm. and what my priorities were and why mom's not on the top of the list of my room needs to be clean or she'll kill me. Yeah. You know, I get it. That's why we don't have a lot of arguments in this house. Mm -hmm. I'll get really angry at them if I've told them multiple times and they keep walking past stuff. Right. And I know they've seen it and they just won't pick it up. Yeah. That's when I get angry. Yeah. But again, I'm like, their brains, they don't even think. They don't Mm -hmm. think past their noses. So even though they're brilliant children. But anyway. Yeah. So... Well, I don't have anything else to say, or I'll just be rambling. I know, because you're tired. Mm-hmm. And he's got to get up early. Yeah, i got to get up super early. And break the law, because no one's given right. us a, a nod of, uh, hey, I can go with you. Right. Y'all pray about that. Yeah. Of course, by the time you hear this, I'll probably be... Yeah, but you got to do the second round. Right. Like, I may be able to find somebody to do it. Yeah, we're working on, we'll work on so. it. Um, before we go, I have a friend who is a regular listener big time listener she's a girl I grew up with and I don't remember my life without her yeah that's how long I've known her but um she and her husband have been married for 20 plus years I can't remember how many Tracy I'm sorry but she has a blog called mm-hmm. the new nuclear and our nuclear did I just say nuclear you did I am not that person I know dear god it's late you sound like George new nuclear like a nuclear family right okay so anyways it's she and her husband the new nuclear nuclear like nuclear but the new nuclear yeah okay I'll put it on how about I put it in the show notes yeah so it'll be a direct link yeah but she and her husband he has an occupation that keeps him living separate from them Mm -hmm. and so they have a very great marriage yeah they just are in a spot in their lives where they don't live together and they've done this before well tracy has advice and she's super smart super sweet girl and she's raising two boys basically by herself with her husband online it's something that's foreign to the two of us Mm -hmm. but there may be somebody out there that listens yeah that 
is dealing with the same thing. I mean, crap, the people that work in sales. Yeah. It feels like the same thing. No, they're, they're not like separated or anything. No, no, no. He just has a job Very out of state. much in love. Right. He just very has a job married. Out of state. Yeah. Right. And they have learned how to make this work. Yeah. She opted not to move with the boys because they are older. They're around the same age as their girls. But the boys are very settled into their school and they've moved around quite a bit. I've mm-hmm. watched them move and, you know, a lot. Yeah. But they didn't want to go to this new assignment mm-hmm. because they love where they are. And it was a hard decision. Yeah. But they've done it before and they make it work. And she has advice for families that may live the same way. So I'll put that in the show notes, the new nuclear dot mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, com. It's a blog. Yeah. And her name is Tracy. And she is also from Steele. Yeah. But she has it's a good blog it's not christian slanted yeah but it is family slanted it is very she's a they have a great marriage yeah i remember when she um told us she was getting married and we found out her last name would rhyme with her first name mm-hmm. it was hilarious she yeah. didn't think it was right <laughs> i remember her cousin and i making fun of her but anyway anyway we got that we, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at theringerpodcast.com yeah nope, nope. the ringer podcast good lord it's late it is late but then our our website is theringerpodcast.com right you'll figure it out yeah and, and if you guys if you will, if you have any suggestions of what you'd like for us to talk about uh, we're happy to hear them you can uh, uh, you can go to our website yeah. The Ringer Podcast. Or Facebook. You can message me there. Or, yeah, Facebook. But Tracy and another, a few other, actually, a few other people have mentioned talking about budgeting. Yeah. We've become pros. I mean, mm-hmm. we've, we've, that's like our lifestyle now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Went going from no budget to hello. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've got a lot of tips, man. That's right. Smart <clears throat> girl. Yeah. You learn how to scrap it. But anyway. Well, that's probably what we're going to do next time is the budget. Yeah. I love talking about that. I'm like, let me show you some tips. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, hey, thanks again for listening. It's always good to talk to you guys. Don't fight. Don't fight. Forgive. And tune in next time.